Tonight's episode is brought to you from the parking lot of Clubhouse Bar and Grill. Put it in park, don't drink and drive, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Car Bar Podcast with Nick and Alex. We took a little hiatus last week, wasn't feeling great, and uh, we've been putting out a lot of pods the last couple months. A lot of different kind of stuff. I say different kind of stuff. It was mostly Marvel stuff and some Christmas stuff, but needed a little break to kind of reset and readjust as we head into the new year here. We got big plans coming up for this pod. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, but first wanted to just touch base with everybody. Um, how are you doing today, Alex? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Eagles uh, eliminated yesterday. Yeah. So yeah, a little our... somber there, but Yeah, but no, no, they, they didn't so... do too well. It was but... a rough game. It was real rough. Game. I mean, you go against the goat. Sometimes you get. Oh get the no! Horns. I mean, you never bet against the goat. But uh, no, I'm. Uh, I'm now. I'm ready to like hone in on my uh, fitness again. Like okay. now, drinking less on the weekends is the plan. So okay, so you're gonna try to cut try back to, on. Yeah, the... cut back on a lot of that. What's so. your goal for the uh, fitness? Do you have like a, a no? Thing nothing you crazy. Reach? I'm not gonna wanna... do like the the fitness programs I've done. Like I'm just gonna you know just get in decent shape, not. Like, eat better, which my diet's awesome. I eat great. But, like, really cutting out the drinking is the, like... That's a big one. I mean, there's no health benefit to drinking. No, certainly not. But, man, like, it's like football Sundays and then, like, got to be football Saturdays and then football Thursdays. Honestly, like, once football's over... I know. That's what I was going for is, like, now football's over for me. The Sunday day drinking, I mean, that just kills That's what it is. Yeah. Because you, you can't work out after that. Nope. You, you know what I mean? Like, nope. and it, it you know it kills whatever workout you might have had in the morning. Like, it's it's just a wasted. No, day. so so now that football's over for me, like that's it. Like I'm gonna go pretty hard in and yeah, we can keep the drinking to a a, yeah. a, a minimum on Mondays. I don't think we need to get messy. No, well, unless you know. unless the occasion calls for it. Right, there's well. gonna be the odd pod where it it helps to loosen up a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, so, uh, you know, I hope everyone's having a good start to their 2022. Feels weird to say. Uh, I was just getting used to writing 2021. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, we started it off with another celebrity death. Last week, Bob Saget passed away. R.I.P. Uh, yeah, Danny Tanner, you know, world's funniest home videos, you know, full house. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, he did he did so much, and he was so funny. But what was awesome was, like, he did stuff like, you know, Full House and and American Funny Home Videos. And as a kid, you're like, oh, this is the greatest, like, dad character, like, good role model. Yeah, he was like the white Cosby. Right. You know what I mean? But it turns out, like, he is pretty raunchy. Yeah, his comedy, and I didn't realize this till I mean, years later, that it's kind of gross. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was always that way or if that kind of came out of his wholesome persona that he was just rebelling against and it was kind of a shock factor i'd have to go back and look at some of his 80s stuff and see like was it was this always the case or well i mean i know there's like that aristocrats joke that everybody has their own take on and he yeah has like he was one of the gnarliest ones so that was the first yeah that was the first time i, I was like jesus bob like he uh he definitely gained a reputation for his take on that uh, yeah on that which is a it's a great movie it's it's so funny to watch now because I don't, I mean, we're so politically correct right now at the moment. And we'll swing back. Like, it won't always be like that. But 
at the at the time, like it was like, man, it was even then it was like, man, this is this is fucked up. But Bob was, as they said, like you know, made to tell that joke, right? Uh, and and God damn it, does he? But yeah, I you know I definitely had a soft spot for old Bob Saget. He kind of stuck around for a while, well past his uh, his days of actually being on the television. It's kind of a a cultural linchpin or whatever that you know everyone knew who he was, even if he wasn't really doing anything on the TV anymore. Yeah, he voiced that "How I Met Your Mother" like he was like the narrator, oh, was main he? Okay. character in that. So he's the voice of yeah. the guy who's like saying how how I met the you. mother yeah, was met. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Hey, I mean, um, he stayed he stayed working. I guess yeah, he stayed working. Um, Definitely had one of the better roasts. The roast of Bob Saget yes, is, is yeah, still solid. Sure. They don't really do those anymore. The last one they had was Alec Baldwin, which would be really weird to do now. Like if he, after you shot that person, you know. yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Like I guess they probably he probably would have pulled out if, if oh, that had happened sure, afterwards. Sure. Like because I can't. But yeah, it, it's just I guess the ironic part is like Alec Baldwin is so anti-gun in his like personal views, right. and then this happens. It's like well. Not a good look for you, buddy. Not a good look. Tough, tough look for my guy. So we we had a death, or a couple deaths, I guess. But there's also a celebration of birth today. It's uh, Jim Carrey's 60th, which I don't know about the rest of y'all. It makes me feel old if, if Jim Carrey is 60 now. I That's insane to me. I saw that, and I was like, oh, man, happy birthday to my dude. And then I looked, and I was like, 60? What's your really? favorite Jim Carrey movie? Oh, man. Off the Dome. Ooh, oh, man. What comes up? It's got to be Dumb and Dumber. Okay. Or I, yeah, I mean that's a great one. I mean that's a fine answer. That's. But I, this is like up there, and it, it it it's not it's not his best. It's but it's near and dear to my house. Jim Carrey, The Grinch. I love him in that. The Grinch did pretty well, well on your uh, Christmas yeah, bracket. Exactly. Was it number one? Yeah. It was, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, okay. It was one. I mean, well then, yeah, that's probably got yeah. yeah. That and Dumb and Dumber are both. Great. But Dumb and Dumber has to be, you know. But I'm just saying, like, bangers after bangers, liar, liar. Yeah. Well, he had that stretch in the nineties, yeah. so it was and like we'll it, talk about that. Yeah, it it starts with Ace Ventura, yeah, and kind of goes till I don't know about like the Truman Show or something, and it's just like big ass movie, like that like hundred million dollar movie after hundred million dollar movie. Yeah, I mean, and he cranks do, them out over like three years. I could do no wrong because you have you have the two Ventura movies. Yeah, which Second are both one's solid. definitely better. Yeah, I, I I was gonna say when I when I asked myself that question it might be Ace Ventura 2 might be my favorite of the Jim Carrey movies. Oh, I mean that's top 3 for me. Yeah. Like that's in that hunt because that movie was incredible. Like he's just he's so off the wall. He plays that comedy like nobody could that that would not work nowadays. He had like by then he had like the supreme confidence of what he was doing. Yes. Because I think by the time that came out you'd had obviously the first Ace Ventura, you'd had The Mask. Yes. Um, and you may have had Dumb and Dumber. Like Ace Ventura 2 might have come after all those. I have to look it up. I'm not sure. But it was in that stretch. So he was just full full speed ahead. Like, there was no reservation about, like, what he was going to be doing. Right. And they let they pretty much just let him cook the entire film. Yeah, I mean, and a lot of that stuff's ad-libbed, from what I understand. And I always said, like, the two people that, like, the two, like, comedians of my childhood that I was like, man, these will hurt when I lose them, was Jim Carrey and Robin Williams. Yeah. R.I.P. Obviously, Robin Williams, but those two were like the most comedic genius to me when I was a kid. So you forced my hand. I wanted to do this at the end of this, but uh, Jim Carrey or Robin Williams? Oh man, you got to keep one. Oh man, uh, uh, the others' movies are just erased from time. I think I think I gotta go, Jim. 
I think I, I didn't want him. it to be a prisoner of the it. moment thing. You know what I mean? Like no, we, I this know. is obviously a Jim Carrey pod. Or yeah, whatever. I think it's got to so. be Jim though. Like just because I'm just thinking like, all right, whenever I'm asked one of these questions, I have to think, what do I watch more of consistently? And I think it's Jim Carrey, but I do watch a lot of Robin Williams yeah. stuff. It's a tough one. It's, it's, it's a tough, no win. It's a no win. No. Um, yeah, for me, it's Jim. But it's it's a hard. It's not an easy. It's not an easy out there right. for old Robin Williams. Uh, I was kind of worried about Jim for a while. Like this last five six years of him, he seemed to be kind of like losing losing it a bit. It yeah, would, no. To, to the point where like I would not have been surprised to have heard a Robin Williams esque story come out if that happened. Because it was it's crazy that like if it was heading that direction. Because I always said even like. Way back in high school, I was like, these are my two comedians. Like, if I once they pass, I'll, like, lose it. And then Robin went the way he went. Yeah. And I was like, is Jim Carrey seriously going to follow footsteps? Yeah, like, he got, you know, he's always been, him and Robin were very similar, I think, in, like, they couldn't turn it off. Right. From everyone that's, like, ever known them or worked with them, like, they all kind of say the same thing. It's just they, they have no off switch. They constantly have to get everyone laughing all the time right and robin williams was apparently one of these guys i think it was ethan hawk was talking about like dead poet society which isn't a comedy right but even so like in between takes you know robin williams would just be like doing his thing you know like improving and doing props and stuff like that and like ethan hawk apparently wouldn't laugh because he was, it was supposedly just like really trying to like stay in character during right. the filming and stuff and robin just like zeroed in on him and wouldn't let it go and just had to like find the one person that wasn't laughing, even if there's 20 other people that are right. going on about, like, you know, just losing it about what you're doing. These guys find the one person that isn't, and they obsess on that. Right. And I think Jim's probably the same way. I think he just has to, like, get this adoration from people. And as that's kind of waned, I, I wonder if that's part of the reason why he's gone a little bit goofy. You know, like, he was always a little odd, but he well, he just kind of got a little more fragile in his state of mind it seems like it's still it's like you know it's the saying uh tears of clown like you know like they have to make all these jokes but you can see deep down they're like hurting and like there's a lot of quotes from robin williams where where he's pretty much highlighted like i have really really bad depression and i think that comes with it yeah um so, like, the way of coping with that depression is to laugh and make people laugh. It's manic. Yeah, I think it's manic depression. Like, it's like you have those really high highs and then those crashing lows. And but, it's hard to, you know, moderate that sometimes. And then you had the whole crazy thing with Jim Carrey's wife. Yeah, his ex-wife who killed herself. Right. And, I again, I, I need to look more into this. I He was somehow blamed. Like, the family sued him over, like, a wrongful death thing over like some prescription drug thing or whatever with his name on it that she had and uh and I think that really messed him up too. That, and that's what I'm saying. Like that's really where it really seemed like it started to Yeah, turn. for sure. But now in the last few years he started to do a little more. He did like Sonic. Yeah, and, um, it's Sonic been good 2. for him. Like he's been turning it around. Cuz there was that stretch there in the late 2000s and 2010s where it was just like he didn't have it anymore. And no. you get like a, you did like a Bruce Almighty was pretty good. You'd get a Yes Man, which was all right. Yeah, I mean. He... There were still glimpses, but it wasn't, it wasn't clearly the same. And nothing can be the same forever, but. Also, like his type of comedy just doesn't work now. No. Like that slapstick type comedy that like 
super physical. Yeah. That and the uh, the dumb and dumbers type, like that stuff doesn't work now. Everything has to be kind of woke. I hate you. I hate using that term, but everything has to be like kind of woke comedy. Everything like, has to be like relatable, a, aware comedy. of itself. Yes, it's like we have to know that we're making a joke. You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone has to be kind of in on like, oh, this is funny, but it's also poignant. Yeah, you know, there's nothing poignant about Jim Carrey pissing into a bottle on a drive across country with Jeff Daniels. Like that's not. That's there's no higher no. meaning to that type of ta- type of humor. I like, mean, and and watching Dumb and Dumber or really any of this stuff. I mean, you go to Pet Detective, you, right. you all these like you don't need very many brain cells to watch these movies. These are movies you can turn off your brain, watch them, and just enjoy them. They don't. They're not like so in depth. That they're they're funny for funny's sake. Exactly. Like, the joke is funny because it's funny. It's not it's, funny necessarily because like oh this is such a great observation on society that right. I'm making. Like it's just oh no this is me with a slinky and a giant staircase. Like how That's, do I make this funny? Like and it was here hilarious. you go. And he gets to the bottom and it stops at the last one and he asks can I do it again? Like or he's in the rhino and he's just oh, like yeah. climbing out of the rhino's ass. It's like, giving birth, you know, and the family's watching in hard like. There's, there's nothing there that I could take away with me no. and be like, besides just gut-wrenching but laughter in the moment. it's just funny. Uh, and unfortunately, that just doesn't work now. And I don't know if that's why he was never able to make the transition, because he didn't he couldn't pivot. I think he should have, when we've talked about this before, he should have leaned more into like the dramatic stuff, because he could do some drama, too. Oh, yeah. You know, I, like I said, like I think The Truman Show and uh, Eternal Sunshine are both great movies. And they're not really comedies. Right. So he showed that he had a propensity for it, kind of like Robin Williams. Like, he always kind of had a foot in both worlds. And it didn't always work. You know, there were obviously ones that... Number, like, uh, the number 23? Yeah, like, there's definitely stuff that, like, okay, this was a miss. Like, yeah, number 23, or, like, Robin Williams. Now, I like this movie, but, I mean, certainly it wasn't necessarily highly regarded, like, one-hour photo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, it's a good movie, but it's like, man, like, this is this is creepy here. Like, I... I'm watching Patch Adams, you know, force this family to get naked and have sex with each other. So, yeah, I mean, I wish the best for Jim. I hope that he's kind of found some, you know, balance in his life. I haven't seen the new Sonic movies. I They were, for whatever reason, the last one was wildly successful. Yeah. And in spite of itself. One, so I am going to watch, now that they have the second one coming out, I am going to watch the first one. I've been told, like, it is not that bad. It was one of those that, like, had... It's, it was almost surprisingly good because of how many times it was pushed in production. Right. I know they came out with, like, the test trailer or whatever. Oh, like, man. And everyone rebelled against this it. This was one of the few times where, like, the fan backlash actually worked. I've never... I, I can't actually think of another time I where, can't either. where it's, like, worked. They came the out positive, with the like, Sonic, and it had teeth and everything, and people were like... Fuck no. People were like, people And repelled. they actually did pull it back they, and changed they it. They redid it. And almost always that's the kiss of death for any show. Like the moment you push something back and then try to not just reshoot it, but like rework the... I mean, that's what happened with like New Mutants. Right. Or the, you know... Yeah. You try to like lean in more to something that like tested well. And it's like, that's not really how this was going to be. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think that's kind of the role for Jim Carrey. I think that sort of supporting now actor that can come in do his thing and like 
it's okay if it's a kid's movie or it's juvenile because, oh, yeah. again, that's kind of his forte. That, yeah, that's what he's good at. Like, honestly, and I would watch it. Like, he could absolutely do a uh, an Eddie Murphy, like, donkey type thing. You know what I mean? Like, he could do a voice acting thing, too. Like, oh, yeah. There's no reason he can't go that route, yeah, too, I mean, if he decided. To your point, and, and to, to what I've been saying is, like, one of my favorite movies is is The Grinch. Right. And that was essentially voice acting. I mean, he obviously he was acting, he was in a suit and everything like that. But I meant like, he was a character. He was not like, a, you know, like he can do that. He can do the voice acting character thing. That's what he's good at. Just off the cuff stuff like that. Yeah, and he he's tried that in like live action roles and it didn't always work. Like the series of unfortunate events. I thought it was a good idea. And I thought that was like, he's trying to do his like Peter Sellers thing where he's playing all these different roles. And it just didn't quite work. I don't know that that was his fault, but... Yeah. No, I mean, I I look forward to what's next from Old Jim. But anyway, looking forward to our own pod. We are approaching the end of January and the start of February, which is in America here regarded as Black History Month. And since we are just two white men, we want to honor Black History Month, but also do it in a way that, you know, isn't necessarily kitschy. So we've decided to go deep and i mean like we're gonna try to go balls deep into an expose should we call it on uh on one mr will smith probably the you know the widest black person we could think of to do a multi-episode breakdown of their career in life oh yeah i mean and and just honestly a big component as to why we're even friends like yeah. it's so yeah that's that's another reason like although we have similar interests there's there's not a ton of stuff like broadly that we both really like at the same time and know a lot about and have an enthusiasm for. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes it's hard to discuss certain topics outside of like Marvel movies and things like that where we both have an active, keen interest and a desire to like you know know more about that stuff. Uh, but Will Smith is definitely one of those things that we we definitely have a kinship on. Yeah, I mean that and that was before like we both grew up separately yeah yeah, exactly separately grew up hardcore on him not just through his movies but through his music yeah and and just everything the tv show the tv show it was all three um so uh no i i really like you came up with this idea and i I think it's a great idea so the way it'll work is there's going to be three chapters um and we'll start Next week, I think, is going to be when we're going to do it. And we I, we may wait a little bit. Like, I think what I'm going to have to do is start releasing these. Since it's not going to be necessarily uh, time-sensitive as far as, like, uh, relevant information coming out, like, in the moment where I'm right. like, I want to get this out because, like, if I put a Hawkeye pod out, you know, a month after Hawkeye, no one's going to care anymore. Right. So since this is a little looser and we have a little more time to play with it, I'm going to start dropping them the Monday following our conversation just so that I have enough time to really produce the episode. Yeah. I want to add a lot more like sound bites and media and music. I'm going to try to work that in to make the experience more enjoyable for No, I like all that. all our listeners out there. So, bear with us like this will drop probably towards the end of the week this pod and then the next pod won't probably drop till the Monday either which is right around the start of February. I'm not sure if it's actually February 1st or not that Monday, but that's when this will start. And it'll be hopefully three episodes. 
starting with the early beginnings of Will Smith's career and the Fresh Prince days and his music with Jazzy Jeff. Then the second one will be more like the high period of Will Smith, you know, the billion, whatever, multi-million dollar blockbuster movies and the Grammy Award winning albums. And then third one will be kind of like the later career Will Smith, kind of where he is now, what's happened, and if there is like a next act for Will and what that might look like. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, I'm kind of excited. Yeah, it's something a little new, and and honestly, like, whenever we get passionate about something, that episode ends up turning into an hour long, and and that's no fun for anybody. Yeah, so so if we were to try to do this all in one, it would just go too long, and even then, we probably wouldn't get to cover all the stuff we want to talk about. So I hope that people like Will Smith out there, too, or will at least be interested enough to, like, go on this journey with us. Lots of people have now streaming services, and... um, music services that they can listen to some of the music and watch some of the films and shows that we're talking about to at least get a appreciation for what we're what we're going into so i i'm really excited about it honestly no it's gonna be fun that'll probably do it for tonight we just wanted to kind of touch base with some things and and figure out what this pod's gonna look like going forward i'm not saying it'll be like all these going forward where we're just gonna pick something then and then do a heavy breakdown but we want to try something a little different i want to try to expand my uh editing skills so this will be a good excuse for that and to... we're we're also hitting like kind of the year one plateau we're we're starting we're we're coming up on the first yeah, year it was march i guess when we yeah. started right so, so in a couple months we'll be there so now it's kind of like we've kind of gotten our footing we kind of see what we're good at and what we're not so i think over the next couple months we're going to kind of flatten out a nice idea of what this pod's going to be going forward. Yeah, because we've tried some different things. Like, we've tried free-balling it more. We've tried doing movie reviews. We've done, like, best of lists. You know, like, we've, we've bounced around. And we'll, like, we'll do more of that, too, in the future, I think. I don't think we'll totally yeah, get no, away from that. Yeah, no, we won't get away from it. But I think we can have a, a better idea how we want to formulate this pod going forward. Yeah, and we hope you guys stick with us. We do appreciate everyone who listens. Um, shout out everyone across the country, across the globe. Because this is, as we've always said, this is partially a vanity project, but if no one's listening, it's the old tree falling in the forest. Like, right. At that point, why why wouldn't we just have this conversation without recording it right. and stuff? Yeah. Uh, you know, we might as well. Uh, so, anyway, thanks again for everybody uh, tuning in. We will talk to you guys next time. See ya.